Welcome back to Young Alabama. This is David Wisdom. I'm back from a long hiatus on the podcast. Excited to be back with y'all. Tonight we have a great show planned with Will Ainsworth. He's in the runoff against Twinkle Cavanaugh uh, for lieutenant governor in the state of Alabama. So we're really excited to have Will on. We're going to jump right into the interview. Let's talk about Election Day. So I was going through Twitter that day. I was seeing a lot of pictures from people out in support at the voting uh, booth, uh, holding signs, getting excited about your campaign. Can you tell us a little about um, how you were feeling that day and what was going through your head? Election Day was awesome. I mean, we had spent months campaigning, um, really right out of year. And just uh, we were really humbled by just all the people across the state that were at the poll places working, that were calling friends, that were using Twitter, Facebook to get our message out. Um, literally, Kendall was working one of the polling locations and I think had 15 or 20 different people come by throughout the day, you know, had our kids out there, um, you know, which was tremendous. Uh, my daughter, Addie, made up a cheer that was pretty funny and it was a big hit. And so it really was, I mean, and then the results came in and, you know, we were kind of an underdog. Uh, not a lot of people gave us a chance against a you know, really embedded career politician. And uh, I think we, and this is true grassroots campaign, and we shocked a lot of people. We're certainly humbled by the response we got. Yeah, I mean, in Marshall County, you had over 70% statewide. You're definitely in striking distance uh, with this runoff. You know, um, it's kind of, kind of. I was impressed by the numbers uh, when they were coming in. Do you really consider yourself to be an outsider? And why? What does that mean to you? Yeah, absolutely. Good question. And uh, I do. And I think, uh, you know, if you look, I've been serving the legislature for, you know, three and a half years, um, almost four. It'll be four in November, well, technically January, but, um, you know, from when we went in that first time. But and I think, you know, the reason I'm an outsider is I haven't been in politics my whole life right out of school, you know, was in youth ministry. And then, you know, while I was in youth ministry, my off days started building businesses. And I really think that's a real good question we've got to ask people in the state. You know, and that's one of the things I think about with my kids. You know, do we tell people that if you want to get into politics, you need to go out and actually do something with your life and create jobs or build a business or you know, serve in whatever capacity it is you want to serve, whether it's a teacher or do you go right into politics and make it a career? And that's a big difference in myself and Twinkle, if you look at it. And um, so I'm definitely an outsider. And the reason why is because I haven't been in politics my whole life. Uh, you know, I think that's a good thing. And I think we need more people from the private sector because you're dealing with, you know, billions of dollars here budgeting. And you know, the fact that I took classes in accounting and actually understand the fiscal side is huge. A few weeks ago, Governor Ivey um, announced her, her SAFE initiative for school safety. Um, you made a lot of waves with a proposal um, back a few months ago. How much does this initiative line up with what you were proposing, um, and what kind of feedback did you did you get from that? Yeah, I mean, I'd like to first, you know, commend the governor for taking action and actually trying to solve a problem that's uh, in our state. And the problem is this. Um, and let me make sure. Let's go back a little bit. So, you know, after the school shooting in Florida, initially, I had a lot of people in our district that I represent teachers, coaches reach out to me and said, Will, you know, for the first time in our life, you know, we're actually concerned for our safety. We're concerned for the student's safety. 
And, you know, we really want you to, you know, consider looking at what other states have done to actually, you know, maybe allow us to carry or go through a training process. So we looked at other states, um, you know, what they had and what they offered and did a lot of research and spent a lot of time doing due diligence on exactly what we could do. And so introduced legislation and, um, you know, Governor Ivey's legislation mirrors ours in a lot of ways. Um, you know, the one thing excludes hers does administrators, ours does, you know, teachers, um, which I think, and here's really what I think it needs to boil down to, to be honest. I think it needs to be who is the most qualified, right? So if you're looking at a school system, you know, I, I can tell you there's school systems in the state that have law enforcement officers that are even retired or active that serve as teachers and then maybe work at law enforcement at night. Or maybe there's um, people that work in a school system that serve in our military, active or retired, um, or in the National Guard. And so to me, the question is, I just think, uh, certainly appreciate what Governor Ivey has done, but I think really the way we've got to solve this is to make sure that every school in the state, you know, certainly commend what Mobile did with the school resource officers there and every school, but we have to have someone armed, in my opinion, that's properly trained in every school. And you know, if you can hire a school resource officer, great. If you can't, then I think that school system locally should at least have the option to get someone properly trained. And that's all we were looking at doing. Um, a lot of that got blown out of proportion on what we we're looking at. But at the end of the day, it was just a, a last line of defense. Hopefully no one ever gets into a school system in Alabama. But if they do, we need to make sure that somebody that's properly trained and can handle a weapon can defend not only themselves, but the kids, which is the most important thing. Do, uh, do you think that mental health um, plays a part in that? And can we do more to care for students' mental health? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a great question. And so, you know, what this is uh, obviously you dealing with, you know, looking at what Governor Ivey did or what we did with, um, you know, talking about doing with arming, you know, faculty or staff, you know, that's a last line of defense. So I think there's other things we have to do to be proactive. and. I think obviously we need to make sure we harden our school systems and, you know, make sure we use common sense approach on, you know, limiting entry and exits and uh, using cameras where it makes sense and obviously doing that. And then the mental health is huge. We've got to do a better job of screening students, getting at-risk kids the help they need. And uh, that's, that's vital and something I think we've got to do. Yes, sir. So, so Will, you've got a lot of young guys uh, and gals working for you running around the state. Um, I know that you have some recent endorsements in South Alabama. Do you want to kind of talk about those and, and maybe talk about your focus for your campaign in this runoff and kind of where your your focus is, what parts of the state are you spending time in, uh, and where will, be, will where, where will we see you around uh, in the next few weeks? Yeah, I mean, we're going to be all over the state, kind of to give you a rundown. We did really well at you know, Birmingham North. Um, in the primary and part of the reason is you know that's where we're able to spend some of our resources in the primary um you know i think also we've spent a lot of time there the people that know you best uh it's always interesting to see how you do and i think you know the fact we've got over 72 percent in our home county but yet twinkle only got 49 percent in her home county is a good indication of you know the local people know you best and should give the rest of the state you know, a good sense of security that, hey, you know, the people that know Will, you know, think he's doing a great job and um, we want to make sure he gets an office. So we're going to spend a lot of time, obviously, you know, all over the state, but certainly in South Alabama, making sure we introduce ourselves. The encouraging thing to us is, you know, 
we almost beat her in the primary and we didn't spend a lot of money in South Alabama just because we didn't have the resources. You know, fortunately now we do, so we're going to be, you know, spending not only time in those areas, but also getting our message up on TV, introducing ourselves to the voters and in Mobile and Baldwin County, we had a huge week. Um, you know, we had last week, we had, you know, Sheriff Cochran and Mobile that endorsed us. We had Sheriff Hoss Mack in Baldwin County that endorsed us. And the reason why, those two guys know that I've got a proven track record of supporting law enforcement, and I'm going to do everything I can do to make sure we back law enforcement if I'm elected lieutenant governor. And you know, our local law enforcement knows that. They've communicated with them. They've seen that from my time in the legislature. And then we had two guys that are more than likely going to uh, the Republican nominees for two different Senate seats down there. Um, David Sessions, that was the Ag Committee Chairman in the House, was also my mentor in the House, and um, great guy. He's a farmer in agriculture down there. You know, he endorsed our campaign. We we're honored to have that. And also Jack Williams, that um, you know, got a great greenhouse business that he's built there. Very sharp businessman. Also has a huge cattle operation, and he just um, you know won the primary and uh, Senate elect. And he's a great friend and. Um, you know, he endorsed our campaign as well. And so Mobile and Baldwin is going to be battleground. The reason why, you know, there was a tremendous amount of votes there that Rusty Glover got, and rightfully so. Uh, he is a great man and was well-respected there. And But we're not, you know, we're going to compete in all parts of the state. Um, you know, we're going to be down in Doth, and we're going to be in the Wiregrass. Uh, we're going to be in Birmingham and Huntsville. And uh, you know, our goal is to try to win throughout the entire state, not just certain regions. So. Um historically especially in the past few decades in alabama uh the there's been a pretty good chance the lieutenant governor becomes the governor so if elected lieutenant governor uh what would you want people to know about you if the situation was to arise where you became governor absolutely i think the first thing is that i'd be ready to serve day one um you know i'm like i said i'm the only candidate with you know uh, that's actually built businesses that served as an executive, and I think that matters. Uh, when you're looking at, you know, have you managed people? Have you managed money? Do you understand payroll? Have you signed the front of a check? You know, these are all things. The governor is essentially the CEO of the state, and you know, I've been doing that since I've been out of school. I mean, I've built businesses from scratch, and that's hard to do. And so, you know, I want the people of Alabama to know that, that they're looking at Twinkle and look at myself. That you know, my qualifications. Um, you know, I'll be ready to serve day one and, um, you know, and certainly we'll have a team in place to do that. But right now our focus is on working with Kay Ivy to improve our state and to recruit industry, to improve education. And, but, uh, you know, if something ever did happen, we certainly will be ready to serve, but you know, hopefully that never does. So. Well, Will, thank you. Thank you so much for being on the program with us. Is there anything else you'd like to tell, uh, all the young politicos who listen to our show, um, what's your message for them? Yeah, I mean, we've got really, a, you know, um, opportunity here to do something historic. Um, you know, I'm under 40, and I think uh, that's one of the reasons we have a lot of you know, young people throughout the state supporting us. And we need your help. We need to, you know, get out the vote. And um, you know, I think it's not only time for young people to send a message, but we also need to send a message that, you know, you do not have to be a career politician to move up the ladder that the best candidate can win based on what you've done with your life and the fact that you've actually built businesses. And, you know, we're excited to try to send a message that, 
um, you know, it's time for a new day in Alabama. Thanks, Will, for being on the program with us tonight. We're excited about your race. If you don't already follow us or subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, go look us up on that iTunes app. Uh, we're Young Alabama in the podcast section. You can look us up at Young AL Podcast on Twitter and Young Alabama on Facebook. If you can't find us there, go to our website, youngalabama.com, and find links to everything Young Alabama you could ever want to read, look at, or listen to. Thanks again for being with us on the show. We appreciate your time. I will lend in your McCartney, because I could never have imagined all the ways you make my heart beat. They say love's all you need, well, please, please let it be. Can be on say I can be daisy talent like Kanye just not as crazy